shop. This is the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette Sports Gurus. To my left, Ricky, can you even spell guru? Is it G-U-R-U? Guru? If it doesn't have a not, not in not, it, not in. I don't know anything about it. So I'm joined by Ricky Fires, Paul Boyd, Henry Apple to the right. And uh, we're going to try to keep it between the lines for you today for sure. We're going to talk a little high school basketball today, throw in some wrestling and some swimming. So the first thing we're going to do, though, is we're going to preview the 6A state basketball tournament, which starts on Wednesday at Bentonville West or Centerton High School, whichever one you want to call it. Depends on who you ask uh, which that school is. To most people, it's Bentonville West. But to a select few, it's Centerton High School. <laughs> so, uh, But it'll be over there at the uh, beautiful Wolverine Arena. That will start on Wednesday at 1 o'clock. So there'll be six games on Wednesday, yeah, six today. games on Thursday, and then two on Friday. I'm sorry, four on Friday. And then they get down to the semifinals on Saturday. So lots of high school uh, state state uh, tournament basketball going on over there. So we're going to start on the girls' side. We're going to lead off with Paul Boyd in the middle. Paul, we're going to talk a little girls' basketball, and that is probably going to begin with Fort Smith Northside. No question about it. Uh, you know, we've talked about them all year long. Uh, what one loss going in, and uh, a potential rematch with uh, possibly with Northside and uh, North Little Rock in the semifinals, uh, so uh, should be some really good stuff. Now, Henry, I know you've uh, documented a little bit of Northside season this this year, uh, had a nice feature story um, on one of their players. Kind of give us a little overview of Northside. You know, when the season started, uh, I was working on something with Northside, and Ricky Smith told me, he says, you know, we can stay healthy, and we continue to prove it, improve like we should. This is going to be a very good team. They only lost one game, and it was in overtime to North Little Rock where uh, they had four players foul out, including Sarah Bashirs and Jersey Wolfenbarger. That's their two main players. But they have a lot of other key parts that can really help them out. I know the other day when I talked to Ricky Smith, he said, I asked him, who's really come on? I said, we know what Bashirs could do, both Bashirs sisters. We know what Wolfenbarger could and he pointed out to a player by the name of Jazz Coleman uh, and said she has really come along inside, give them that inside presence. And uh, for those who know their past about Northside basketball, Jazz Coleman is the daughter of Red Coleman. Who so. was a big, big player mm-hmm. on, wow. on that state championship run that Ricky's team had, I think four in a row, three in a row, um, whatever that was, Tamika Kirsch, Red Coleman. In that group, so uh, yeah. Are yeah. you kidding Good. me? That makes me feel like I'm 78 years old. That's we, Red Coleman's daughter. We, you yes. almost are 78. Years <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's You're close. Hey. So My goodness. So wow. Northside, I, I think obviously draws the favorites uh, role over there. Um, we're going to stay in the central. Uh, you know, Conway was a team really early that looked like they were going to be a factor, but Conway had a had a big injury um, a few weeks ago, and and. Uh, affected their team. Henry, kind of kind of what happened there with Conway? It was their point guard, Ashia Smith, uh, blew out an ACL. Which is all too yeah. common nowadays. Yeah. And she, they missed her for six games, uh, very much a lot of the second half, but they still managed to stay in that number two seed. They will get that first round bye, and they're kind of – sometimes those buys can be good, sometimes they can't right. because, because you have to sit and wait till Friday to play, and then – you don't really know. You can have an inkling on who you know you're going to play, but you won't be sure until 
that day. Right. Yes. So you're, all, you're also playing a team that's that's already gotten some of the jitters out. Right. They they played that a little game. momentum going. Yes. Yeah. Well, they're a little more comfortable. Right. So you got to get it now. You got to get out there and get going pretty quickly because uh, you know you could a slow start could could mean the end of your season. So Northside Conway also, of course, North Little Rock. Uh, they're going to be a team to watch over there coming from the Central. Um, who else, Henry? Uh, you have your number four seed, which is Little Rock Central, who needed a win to get that number four spot. You also have Bryant at the number five spot and Cab at the number six spot. And that, you know, this week is going to be a little bit bittersweet in a way because as you watch Cabot, you're watching the end of a great yeah, career with correct. Carla Crowder. I've known Carla for 30 years when uh, she co- she was the coach at Atkins. And I the first uh, – regional tournament game I ever covered, she was coaching it and her team came down from a 13 point deficit to win it. So Wow. You must be 78 years old too. Then. <laughs> uh, sometimes I feel like I'm 78. I, I tell my kids, you know, I said, the heart is still young, but the body parts make up for the rest of it. There you go. So that's a look at the girls from the Central. Now we're going to talk about the girls from the West and that will start with Bentonville. Henry, I know you, you follow Bentonville more than the rest of us. Bentonville, they are a solid team, top to bottom. We've talked about this a couple of times about how their length um, affects teams, and you know, very athletic. Um, they got uh, Hughes, who's a, who's a great player for them, good leader for them. They got Dowda, who's six three, six four, post player. So, is there a reason why Bentonville wouldn't be a favorite? You know, they're going to be a contender in this thing. You know, this is my ninth year of covering Bentonville girls basketball, and. I can almost safely say this is the best team Tom Hallmeyer has assembled. I haven't they, seen a weakness with them, really. Yeah. If they get in foul trouble, they but that'd be yeah, that'd be that anybody. Be, but, but that's anybody. But yeah, they they have the length. They love to play up temp they can play up temple, they can play the slower pace, uh, because I've seen both of them. They don't mind it. And they have those key components and they're sitting there waiting at that West one spot and again they don't play till friday so boy what a long way off. yeah that's a week you know, from a game i think we were sitting here you know a year ago last year fayetteville was in that same spot and look what happened to them you know on yes. that long layoff and lost you know lost that game uh guys uh, and we've all been around this a while how many times back in the day do you remember that the the hush hush of a team getting together on a monday and going hey let's let's go play and Nobody knows. It'd yeah. be a lot harder to do these would days. Be. It would be. But, but Get a little warm-up game yeah, in there. Exactly. But, yeah. Exactly. You know, and uh, I you know, spent a lot of time in Texas uh, before I came to Arkansas 20 years ago, but warm-up games were always a big thing there. You've seen it a little bit here in Arkansas. Not, not a lot, but uh, that would be a time for, you know, for a couple of really good teams to play each other, different classifications, yeah, you yes. know, kind of it, thing. If you wanted to, uh, say, a class, some Class 2A team and, and Bentonville, play on a Monday exactly that'd be because yeah. both of you maybe well the, the there are more teams in the lower classifications so right. they don't have but right. they'd still probably relish a but see tournaments here are such a much much bigger thing than yes. anywhere else so you really yes. it's hard to get those in but yes. uh, so you got Bentonville with the one seed out of the west the two seed is Fayetteville if you sleep on Fayetteville listen let me tell you something Fayetteville they've, they've hit a little speed bump here Ricky but but uh <clears throat> Don't you? You better not sleep on Fayetteville. Here's what's going to be important. I mean, of course, you know Sasha's going to play up. You know Crybeck is going to be. They played under spotlight before. The key for Fayetteville, they got a little uh, sophomore guard Bridges. 
uh, and they got a freshman center, one to Relifords. The key is going to be how do you ha handle this right here? Where you, everybody's watching. Um, I'm sure you know they played in tournaments in Texas and everything, but this is different. How are those two going to really uh, uh, perform under 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 the uh, spotlight of the six A state tournament with everybody watching? I think that's the key. Well, I've seen you know the point guard Bridges play a couple. I, yeah. I am really but impressed with her. I am she, too. she is she is a little she's not very tall, not very big. No fire plug. But I don't think she would back down from no. anybody. No. Um, she 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 has that attitude. To bring it, you know. Whatever you got, you just bring it, and I'll be ready for it. Um, I like I love the way she plays. So Bentonville number one, Fayetteville number two. I, Let's take a look. Who else, Paul? On from the west. West, you know, uh, Rogers had well coached. A, Always yeah, going to be well coached. Yeah, had a, and they'll be prepared. They've had a nice season. I, I think that's a team that has gotten better and better as the season. Van Buren, another one, fits that same mold that we're talking about. No. Preston Early and well, Chris. Depends on what, what day does Van Buren play? Because if it's on Thursday, they might, they might play really well. But if it's Friday, they, they've been up and down, up and down. I know that's driven Chris Bryant crazy, yes. that inconsistency. Yes. Except but, that they've won yeah. five in a they row. Have. They have. They finally. They have really peaked. All of a sudden, you know, I watched them one night. Uh, when they got literally tore up by Bentonville, it was a mercy rule game. Mm -hmm. And then they turn around, they beat Fayetteville, and then all of a sudden they've got on a roll here. And that's going to present a very interesting game to start this tournament off. Van Buren, the West number four seed, against Bryant, the Central number five seed. That should be a great game. And I hope, and hopefully Van Buren's on its game because when they're playing well, you know, they're well coached. Chris does a great yeah, job absolutely. coaching that program. And they're fun to watch. And they they'll are get, fun to watch. They'll get up and down the they, floor a little yes, bit, shoot yeah. three. Uh, what, Riley? Riley Lee. Riley. Now, Riley Roberts. No. They've it's got been a while since I've seen yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> they got a, a, a little shooter that's that's, that's been oh. very good the second half of the season. Brooke, Brooklyn Kennedy, the freshman. Yes. yes. I watched her against uh, uh, Springdale. I, I, if I may talk about the Springdale girl, and man. I'm glad you're going to do that, Rick, because uh, I was going to mention that too. Yeah, they just, uh, man, you got to, in state tournament time, you got to have more than one player, and I, I know. But what uh, a player Marquisha Davis she is! is a hell of, she scored all twelve points in their game against uh, Van Buren the other night, and I know they got their little point guards on crutches, and, and you know that's unfortunate. But man, Marquisha, uh, you're not going to go very far in state tournament with one, one player doing all the scoring. Well, if you don't, if you if you only get out to see, you know, if you can only get out to see one game in the state tournament, Springdale would be the game you'd want to see just to get a chance to see her play because. You know, she's an incredible player. Yeah. Um, she's going to be playing at Arkansas next year. She'll be a big – she is a big, big recruit for Mike Neighbors and what he's trying to build down there. I cannot wait to see her play with players at that level on a consistent basis. I think she's got an opportunity to be a really, really good player at Arkansas. And that's what uh, this uh, women's program needed. I mean, you can't let some of these uh, girls go off these other Tennessee, and of course, you can't bring blame uh, Christy for going to UConn. But man, they got to keep some of these local kids. They do, and, and she's going to be the first one I think that that will that's going to do that, and hopefully, it will lead to others because yes. you know we all want Mike Neighbors to win yes. at Arkansas. He will win at Arkansas. Hopefully, he will do it, especially with players you know of that caliber who he can recruit from right here in his own backyard. So yeah. it's just going to take them. Arkansas Rick is going to take them, kind of having a little breakthrough, which they've done this season they're going to be a tournament team that might be an nit team but they're going to be a tournament team so and probably get to host you know a game at the nit or two 
So that'll be some success in year two for Mike and, and having Marquisha next year. Get a chance to go out and watch her play. She does things on the court that not a lot of other girls can do. Um, you know, you see her go up and rake a rebound off with one hand and bring yeah. it down the floor. Um, go go in to end. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like you said, you can see them. She'll go up, grab a rebound, take it coast to coast, or, or catch it at the foul line and feed to another kid. I mean, I mean, she's like I said, she's fun to watch. She is fun to watch. So that's a look at the uh, the six A girls. We'll take a look at the six A boys now. We're going to start on the west side. Fayetteville is the number one seed coming out of the west. They obviously will be a favorite. Fayetteville uh, puts as good a starting six or a start uh, as good a top six or seven as you'll find anywhere in the state. I think. Definitely, you know. I mean, you get and they're they're such a diverse bunch with with the big Relaford inside, yeah. uh, Colin Cooper. Uh, a good shooter, a good ball handler. Going to UCA, yes. signed with UCA. Yeah, you know, and so so they go inside out very, very well. If I think the key for Fayetteville, I, I think it might be Austin Garrett, Paul. I think if Austin Garrett's on his game and he's focused, I think he gives Fayetteville he, he gives them an extra gear that they don't have. The key is he's got to be he's got to be on his game. Yeah, because he's spectacular. I mean, one-handed dunks and everything, but there's some games I look at, well, where's he at? You know, three or four. So he, 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 they need 10 points out of him, I think. They do. They need him to play defense. He's a really good yeah. defender. Mm-hmm. They need him to be, to be focused and be, and be, you know, be that player that uh, can defend whoever the other team's best player is, be a nice contributor when they need him. They've got scoring from Tamari Relaford to 6'7", Sophomore, he can score inside. You mentioned Colin Cooper. They got other kids who can score the ball. Isaiah Rutherford is a good point guard. He can score it and drive the ball. So Fayetteville's loaded. There's no reason why Fayetteville won't be playing on Saturday unless the only Fayetteville's who controls that. I think. I think it's 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 it would be Fayetteville not playing well would be the only reason they're not going to be there on Saturday. But but they're also a team that. Coming off, uh, they'll basically have a week off. That's right. They won't play until Friday as well. So the number two seed is Bentonville. Henry kind of stubbed their toe toward the end of the season. What's what's going on with Bentonville? Somebody told me this, and and there may be some truth to it, that that maybe they're only running like six or seven deep, and maybe the starters are starting to get tired. A little fatigue? Maybe a little fatigue there, but then again – Postseason play, you better find an extra gear because these other guys, they've got it as well. Now, we've talked a lot about Rodgers. Rodgers was the three seed in the seven, in the 6A West this year. Paul, you cover them a lot. No team will play harder than Rodgers. Oh, there's not any question. Uh, Coach uh, Coach Frazier there has, has gotten those kids playing very hard, playing well together, and, and you've seen them even grow during this season, I think. I think you've seen them get better and better. He's done a terrific job there, and they're going to they're going to play you just as hard as they can go for the entire you know for the entire game. So they're a team that that uh, I think you know I think they have a chance to, to, to win a, you know to win a game or so. And how, how big would that be for a Rogers program that Paul wasn't that long ago they were you know this was this was a pretty bad program and, and Lamont Frazier has really <laughs> has really completely transformed that culture and transformed that program. No, no question. You know he's he had a year last year with with a good number of these kids. So this is his second year with the, with the kind of the core of this group, and then they've added a few, one or two here or there. But uh, but yeah, he's definitely you can tell the kids have bought into what he's what he's wanting to do. So those are the top three teams from the West. The next the, the four, five, six teams is is is, is they're basically 
you know, all about the same. You got Springdale Harbor, you got Springdale High, and you got Bent- the surprise team, Bentonville West. Henry, they they yeah. absolutely closed strong, and and we know you know they're facing a tough task in the first round of the state tournament. But but at, like Rogers, Bentonville West will play hard. They're going to be up in your grill. The, their defenders are going to be they're going to be doing everything they can, legally and illegally. <laughs> <laughs> Because that Greg Greg White does a good job of, of you know playing, but he wants them to play physical, physical, uh, you know, especially defense, and that's been the big difference I think for them is their physical defensive play. Yeah, it, they got back to what they like to do, their culture. You know, we looked at the first half of the season; they were one and six in conference play, mm-hmm. and they, at that point, they were on the outside looking in, and then you have this. Again, I've called it this, and I'll keep calling it this mystery suspension because nobody will talk about it where Greg White got suspended for one game for matters nobody wants to disclose. But since that time, the Wolverines are 5-1. and one. They earned their spot in the state tournament and capped it off with a come-from-behind win over Bentonville where uh, Traven Hardman got a – uh, layup in the closing seconds to give them the lead, and um, I saw this on Twitter yesterday where uh, Greg White had taken the clip and showed Hardeman the play he made. He said, "Man, look at that play he made." He says, "Wait a minute." He said, "Jonas Hickson got the steal. I just got the layup. He made the play." You know, they bonded together like the old thing, the band of brothers. That team, it's, it's team first with them, and they've done a good job. And like I said, that you know they're gonna. They're gonna they're gonna do everything they can to you know defensively to you know to take you out of your game. Their team, Bentonville West's team. If you overlook them, you know you could lose, and it might you might lose 35-34. I mean, they may not put a lot of points on the board, but their whole thing is built on you. We'll have to work as hard as you possibly can to get any kind of shot. Hey, and that five and one record. I mean, how how sad would it be? Hard hard it be you're hosting state tournament and you don't have a team in there so that helps the gate a little bit and i don't care if they lose you know the first game so they they got to just go out there and play and say hey we're uh, uh we deserve to be here now a couple others spring to high they kind of backed in i mean they, they got beat there tonight but you know they got the, the seed so just go out there and play because a lot of people are saying, well, you guys uh, backed in, shooting beer. Go out there and play. Don't don't even worry about uh, uh, who you're playing. It's like, uh, you know, going to the high school dance in an in a old jalopy like I did. Listen, I don't care how I got here, but I got here. Exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> okay. they've got nothing to lose. Good deal. So let's talk about the Central. That is uh, the clear-cut favorite, I think, it will come out of the Central. If, if I think everybody would agree with that. There are about all six teams from the Central who could be a factor in the state tournament. Yeah, you start off with a very red-hot Bryant team who got the number one seed. They won the conference championship outright. A very good team there. Then you go number two is Conway. Number who were three, number one for a long time of the season. They yeah, were the number one team in the state for a while. And, and they have two wins over the number three seed, North Little Rock, who is the defending state champion. Never, ever overlooked a Johnny Rice never, coach team never because well, you uh, do then you're going to be you're going to be packing that bus going home quicker. Yeah, and then you start go to there number four. Always watch Fort Smith Northside. Keep an eye on the Grizzlies yeah. and Eric Burnett because they will pull some. You know they've got the capabilities. If they get hot at the right time. They could be up there. Number 
Cabot, number five team. Well, Coach Chris Meske, he's a lot like Greg White. Coaches tough defense, wants his kids up in your grill. They're going to hold your jersey and not let you cut through on those cuts. They're going to do everything they can to disrupt you. Yeah, and then let's see, the number six team would be Little Rock Central. Yeah, go ahead and sleep on them. Yeah, uh, who's coached by a former Rogers and Bentonville yep. assistant, Bryant Ross, Correct. who won three state championship at Baptist Prep, yeah. or Arkansas oh, by the way, Baptist. Yeah. 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 Oh, by so, the way, yeah. Uh, there's not a sleeper in that group. No, there's not. And any one of those six teams uh, are capable of runs. Uh, you know, Northside, they've. We've talked about this with Van Buren girls. Northside's kind of a little, been a little bit up and down. Um, but Anthony Anthony Travis is a, a, a big football player for them, was also big on the basketball team. they got Relifords. they got Jalen Williams. They've got you know just great, great players at Northside, and, and we know that they'll be – that they will be a factor. Hey, so, about Bryant, I mean, can you – they won the state football championship, Correct. right? And you know they're always good in baseball. If they would have pulled this off and – and basketball, that's a trifecta right there. They must have an uh, outstanding group of athletes that uh, come through there this year. So. Well, I think Bryant is, is uh, you know, they're one of the largest schools in the state. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they, they've, got it, they've got it going on over there. No, yeah. There's no doubt about that, that they do. Um, so that's a look at the 6A state basketball tournament that will start on Wednesday at uh, Bentonville West High School. be a lot of great games. Again, there will be six games played on Wednesday. Six games played on Thursday, both times starting at 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Then on Friday, the field is cut down. They will play four games on Friday starting at 4 o'clock. Saturday, for those of you not familiar with how the tournament system works in, in Arkansas, there will be two semifinal games, a girls and a boys game, early in the day at noon and 1.30 on Saturday. Then there's a break, and then they come back and play the second session, the other semifinal games at 6 and 7.30. And, of course, the winners of semifinals all go to Hot Springs the following week to play for a state champion. And we will hear We Are the Champions played a whole lot of times over that three-day Once, once yeah. or twice. Yes, yes. yes. So uh, Queen didn't win. Uh, the movie didn't win for Best Picture, but <laughs> that song's going to get a lot of play um, in Hot Springs. So so there you go. So that's a look at the basketball course. The smaller classifications are and classifications all over. Some of them already had started. They had games on Tuesday night. Um, 5A's, uh, 4A's, everybody's in state tournament play now, and so be sure and get out and, uh, and catch some of those. Now we're going to kind of shift our focus over, Paul, to the wrestling mat. Paul was at Little Rock um, last weekend to cover the state wrestling. Paul, this is a sport that looks to me like it's just continuing to grow and grow. Great stuff. Uh, you know, I, I talked with a couple of people. They had uh, 25 or 30 more competitors this year than they had a year ago. They've added two two more schools, uh, Batesville and J.A. Fair picked it up this year. So yes, it, it is continuing to grow a little bit at a time now. Um, I'm, I'm hoping to see some more uh, NWA schools here pick it up. I, I think it's a, it's a great sport and I think a good opportunity for a lot of different kids. Bentonville won the team championship um, in the 6A division. Paul, what about the 5A? Uh, okay. 6A, you know, Bentonville was far and above, uh, won by almost 100 points. Wow. So, yeah. And, and, and a lot of their kids were underclassmen. They, they have several back, yes. Uh, 5A, 5A state champions are, uh, it would be Searcy. Searcy, gotcha. Uh, 
but Greenwood, it went Searcy, Lakeside, then Greenwood. Greenwood was a one, one point out of second place. Gotcha. Uh, class 4A now, you know, they, they, they took the 4As and kind of put them away from everybody else. Uh, and we had a great we had a great team race there. Pulaski Academy wins again with 208 points, but Berryville. Now that's what I was going to talk about. So Berryville is a program they've you know they Berryville's been a good basket. It's a good basketball school. They've struggled in football a lot. Um, in 4A, they've you know they've been pretty much at the bottom for as long as I can remember. But wrestling is something apparently they've really taken to, and it's something that looks like they're going to be they can compete on the, on the state level with. Yeah. Uh, Der- Derek Ains has done a great job. I'll, Berryville was a close second. They finished three points behind two or five. So they had a really nice run. They had five individual state champions. Three of those state champions will return. And really, Paul, I think you mentioned the only reason probably that Berryville didn't win is they didn't have a wrestler in every weight class. They had. They only had 11, yes. They only had 11 of the 14 weight classes filled. And uh, Coach Ains told me, he's like, well, I got I got to walk the halls and find me a couple more kids. Well, but when you have team success like this, because they're putting a trophy in that trophy case, yes. correct? That's yeah, the second that, yes, place. yes. So you know you get kids that want to be part of a winning culture, you know, and I don't know how they were in the in the lighter weight classes, but sometimes those are kids that are hard to find. But you know, you get you some of those that can, that can you know win for you, then you're looking at you know state championships at, at Berryville and wrestling. Well, it's it's kind of interesting. You had two you had two brothers. Uh, Colton Record, who was a state runner-up a year ago, he became a state champion this year and at the heavyweight class. Well, his little brother, and I do mean little, uh, freshman uh, Caleb Record, a one, he will be he was the 106 pound champion. So you had at the opposite end of, of weight classes, the largest and the smallest. And Paul, I think we've talked about this a lot. That that's why wrestling, I think, it's why I like it. Is that no matter what your weight, no matter what your size. It's something you can compete for championships in because you are slotted by your weight, and this gives you know gives uh, kids no matter how small you know they are um, or how large they are, they can compete in their weight class. It's like powerlifting, which I'm, I wish at some point would become a triple A AAA sanctioned sport, but right now Alma does a great job with the state powerlifting. But it's the same thing, you know, and you can be successful there. Um, you're you, you know you're slotted by your weight class and and how strong you are compared to other kids. You're Size and that's I think that is fantastic. Absolutely, I'll throw one more team, Shallow Christian, and give they, credit. This year they really made a big push, didn't yes, they, Paul? Yes, give credit to Chad Bodorf at at, uh, at Shallow Christian. Uh, he had the the largest team volume wise that they've ever had. They finally they they, they got more kids participating, and uh, they were right there in a solid third. They they had one ninety nine, so they were. They were real close to Berryville, so that was a really, really tough team race. That's fantastic, and I know Paul, you mentioned about how well they run that tournament down in uh, down in Little Rock. Fantastic, they do a great job, even with the added classification, which added matches, and we were a little later finishing on Saturday. Still, they were really efficient, did a great job. That's a, a, a one worst thing to wrestling is when you don't have a competitor at a certain weight class. Uh, but man, even if you're not a great athlete, man, you go out there and help your school. Just give give your give your uh, team a chance. Uh, wrestle at 112, and you're going to get better eventually. But just uh, otherwise, um, your team's not going to get any points there. Exactly. It, yeah. You can't just leave it blank. You just can't yeah. leave it blank. So it, you know, if, if you're a kid and 
and you know you're not playing football or, or sitting the bench football get out there and and wrestle and you can help your school and help yourself in the process well you would think you know kids from those like, like Barry, but i'm sure you know prairie grove kids would be the same way like those kids who throw bales of hay around in the summer yeah i would think those kids would be great they'd be great wrestlers absolutely you know you were describing a kid though that i did a little, ended up doing a little note on a, uh, a kid from springdale harbor he was a finalist uh, at, at the heavyweight division but he's a kid, uh, his name is Dante Pellin. Mm -hmm. uh, two years ago, year and a half to two years ago, he weighed about 360. Wow. And Coach, uh, Coach Nolan at, at Harbor had him in a PE class, and he saw it. He's like, okay, he had a little feet, and he had some athleticism. And he's like, hey, he said, I told and he told me, he's like, I just kept bugging him. I was like, come on, come on out to wrestling. And he got him out, and the kid lost 100 pounds. Wow. 75 to 100 pounds. Last year he was strictly a JV wrestler. Went ten and nine. Didn't even participate in the state tournament. This year he was in the state final. Lost in the finals. Now that's a great success story, right? Helps there. himself Literally. and helped his school. Yeah, and that's yeah. what he said. He said, uh, "I said, well, what do, what has this done for?" You? He says, "Taught me discipline." He said, "It's it's yeah. taught me uh, giving me a healthier life. Take care yeah. of his body, and, yep. and and it's given me a lot of friends that I didn't have and family. And well, so they're like, family. let me tell you something. It don't get no better than that. That's Agreed. what that's what it's all about. You know, that's what it's all about. Is is that is that that is that is what it is all about. So that's a kid and uh, Coach Ed Vieira, the assistant's the one who kind of tipped me to that, and and he said, you know, he said wrestling, uh, whatever that kid has done, you know, wrestling's done a lot. Uh, yeah. a lot for him. Well, you That's take a, a look, story. and I'm gonna, Henry, we're going to get to the swimming here in just a few seconds, but I'm going to get back to this, Paul, thing that you just mentioned about wrestling and what it did for this young man. I did a story a couple of years ago about mountain biking, and that's that's a thing that's becoming a really big thing up at, around the state, not just in northwest Arkansas, but it's, it's, it's around the state. And kind of the same thing, I did a story on a young lady who was at Haas Hall, she wanted to play sports, but just couldn't. Just couldn't compete. She was just small and not strong enough, and just you know, she wanted to cheer. She wanted to play basketball. Just couldn't do it physically. She got into mountain biking because her her dad liked to ride mountain bikes, and she wanted to be with her dad. So she started doing mountain bikes. The endurance she built up in mountain biking. Let me tell you something. I've done it, and I do it, and it's a hard thing to do to pedal a bicycle up dirt and rocks. It's a hard thing to do. It takes a lot of endurance. But that made her legs stronger, her body stronger. The next, after she came back from doing that, she came back to school the next year, she ran cross country, she ran track, she played basketball, she's on the cheer team. So, wow. you know, these, these sports like wrestling and mountain biking, powerlifting and things like that, these, you know, these are sports that, that are looking for more kids to participate because <laughs> anybody can do it. It just, how, it, it always comes back to how hard are you willing to work that's mm -hmm. what it comes you, you can find success i'm not saying you can win a state championship but you can find success you can make friends you can get healthier and it all comes back to you know find your passion do what it is it makes you happy find your niche and and then do the best at it you can do mm -hmm. and that's what it comes down to and if you look at athletics any other way you're not looking at it the right way so henry another sport swimming now I think, I still think they should bring the dog paddle in. I think I could be a champion dog paddler. I really do. <laughs> that's your um, passion. That's my passion. Yep. But uh, unfortunately, they're still not listening to me on the belly flop, which I'm excellent at, by the way, and, and the dog paddle. I could be a champion in both of those those divisions. But 
They just want to stick to the 100 and the 50 and the butterfly and the free and whatever. And I know I got Spencer back here behind me who was a you know Olympic level swimmer. He's he's looking at me and wanting to wanting to just slap me upside the head. But anyway, <laughs> tell me a little bit about state swimming. Okay, so uh, a little bit different this time around because they've now gone to like wrestling three classifications. Well, they had to split up the state tournaments. We had the 6A and the 1A through 4A at Bentonville. We had the 5A at Russellville. But uh, again, in the girls' side, 6A, Bentonville has returned to the top, won it by a 388 to 328 margin over Little Rock Central. Uh, they, Lady Tigers were led by Madeline Marks, who won two events, the 200 freestyle and the 500 freestyle. On the boys' side, you know, for a while it was just Bentonville, Bentonville, Bentonville. They won like 13, 14 straight state championships for the second straight year. They're looking at third place because Little Rock Central won it this year, beating Conway by 437 to 402 margin. But there was a bright side for the Tigers. Their junior swimmer, who I just found out a few days ago, he has verbally committed to Auburn, Ryan Husband, set a meet record in the 200 freestyle. His time was 139.03. The previous mark was 139.41 by Ellis Miller of Salem Springs. Who was an a excellent swimmer. Excellent. Went on to swim at the University of Arizona and then also competed, I think, in the most recent Olympic trials. Correct. That so, is correct. That's a little bit about the 6A and the 5A. Jonesboro won the girls and Little Rock Christian won the boys. Uh, on 1A through 4A, your boys winner was Magnolia by margin of 246.5 to 234 for Batesville. So a wide margin, Magnolia. Yeah. Uh, on the girls' side, Clarksville wins the girls 265 to 246. But I've got to mention this. Yeah, I know you had mentioned this a while ago, so you need yeah. to tap this, tap this Bentonville, Haas Hall Bentonville swimmer. Yeah, Haas Hall Bentonville swimmer, Haley Pike, uh, her older sister, swim at Bentonville and is currently swimming at Texas A&M. Great swimmer there. But she wins the uh, 500 freestyle, setting a state record. Uh, that she? Yeah, she previously had the record at 452.42. Well, now she's got it down to 451.51. And let me break down this time to you. She could have won the 5A girls. She could have won the 6A girls. It gets even better. She could have won the 5A or the 1A through 4A boys with her time, and she would have finished fourth in the 6A boys. This is serious time, and her mom sent me a message says, you know, they have uh, high school All-American qualifying times. She set one in this event. Well, she's going to be one to watch for sure. Of course, her sister, Taylor mm -hmm. Pike, was you know, just an excellent swimmer. Looks like this one. You know, I think last year she was our newcomer of the year. It might have been the year before. I think I thought it was last year. Um, so she's, you know, she uh, she's, she can move through that water. And she's not dog paddling. Uh, no. <laughs> I was going to say, I know you're an excellent uh, belly flopper yes, and sir. a dog paddler, but this is true athleticism yes, right is. here. Yes, it and is. And endurance. Yeah. And, yeah, go ahead, Andrew. Yeah, 500 yards. Yes. Yeah. Five football fields. Yeah. You know, uh, I couldn't do that if they had, <laughs> I had a shark behind me. I'd just keep eating <laughs> <laughs> well, Henry did have a good idea. We think that when the when swimmers jump into the pool, they should play the, the uh, Jaws music. That da, da, yeah. see if that would improve their time. Now, and Paul, you mentioned this too that that uh, that the Pike Pike 
swam this time and probably wasn't even really pushed. Can you imagine what, you know, I mean, her time, if she were really, really pushed, what it would be? Yeah, she she won her event, uh, and amazingly, 40 seconds faster than her closest competitor. She's probably sitting there, come on, I'm waiting, you know. You know. I wonder if her, but she's been pushed in her life. I bet her sister. Oh, well, yeah, in the summertime yeah. when she swims yeah. with her club, club team. That'd yeah, be fun she, to watch those two girls. Is. But uh, swimming, I'm sure, is a lot like track. The, you know, the, the more you're pushed by the person next to you, the, sure. the, the, the faster you're going to go. So she, she won by 40 seconds. I, just, like, I did a little triathlon last year, and in the swim part, the guy who was in the lane next to me looked like he was in a boat, and I was, had an anchor <laughs> helping me. That's how, that's how much he was passing me back and forth. So that's what she, you know, she would do the same thing to me. But, you know, I, he wouldn't challenge me in dog paddle. I'd, I'd get him in dog paddle. Mm, there you go. Right I'm a dog paddler. So we talked a little basketball, talked a little swimming, talked a little wrestling. I can't think of anything else, but let me tell you, spring sports are here. We've already got baseball going on, soccer going on, softball going on. Track will will heat up here in just a, another week or so. Hopefully, the weather will join it and heat up a little bit. We're, we're ready for that. Yeah, they're, they're having a running only event this week, the Y Timing Invitational at Fayetteville, but. It's scheduled for, I think it is Thursday, but those temperatures are not looking inviting for Thursday for having a track meet. Well, it'll be it'll be a little cool for sure, but uh, but uh, yeah, I, I helped work a track meet one year and uh, down at, down in Texas, and we sold turkey legs wrapped up in tinfoil turkey legs. Okay, and the kids would go buy the turkey legs, but they wouldn't eat them. They'd put them inside their war- their. Uh, their their warm up suits and you know that it's like a body warmer, <laughs> but we sold the heck out of turkey legs that day. I don't know how many were eaten, but a lot of them were used for, for body warmers. So, uh, but anyway, track you know does start cold. You, you uh, baseball everything does. It's just the way it is here. And uh, you know you take a if you're not if you're just there to watch you you take a sleeping bag, get down in it or whatever you got to do, and and uh, they just they tough it out and, and they get it played. So, got spring sports going on. Uh, that starts this week, and of course, basketball state tournament time. They'll wrap that up next week in the state championship game. So this school year is is uh, we're already here the first of March. So we've just got about you know about eight to ten weeks to go, and then the school will be school year will be out. So that's it for uh, this edition of the shop. We thank you for being here with us. Make sure you know get out this week and get a chance to go watch some really good basketball. And and uh, if you get a chance to get over to over to Centerton to Bentonville West High School, get over there and, and watch some of that good six A uh, basketball going on. Or, or just get out wherever it is that you are. Get out and support these kids. There's nothing like you know hearing hearing them chant. Uh, you know the cheers in the stands, things like that. And uh, you you just never know what that does for a kid and, and uh, how they love to uh, how they love to play to a crowd. So uh, thanks for joining us, and we will catch you later from the shop.